Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the 6th day of February, 2023. 1778, France recognizes the fledgling United States. Of course they did. It was basically an insult to Britain. There was a movement in the first decades of the 19th century to assist free blacks to immigrate back to Africa. The first 86 depart for the settlement in 1820. The destination was present-day Liberia. The entire plan was ill-conceived and disliked by those of African descent who had been here for generations and considered themselves American, just as Europeans living here did. Abolitionists also disliked the plan. While nearly 20,000 did make the move, Liberia has failed to flourish in the way America did, and they have had issues between the newcomers and the indigenous people. The Civil War brought us a long list of colorful characters and brought out that there is a lot to one's character. For some reason, many of them were from Virginia and sided with the Confederacy. James Yule Brown Stewart, or Jeb for short, was a graduate of West Point and an officer in the U.S. Army until the spring of 1861, noted for his skill on a horse and as one of the South's best cavalry commanders. He was the son-in-law of Union Cavalry General Philip Cook. Stuart was born on this day in 1833, making him about 30 during his time in the war. The first minstrel show opens in New York City in 1843. The entire concept of the minstrel show would be considered taboo and outright racist today. The main themes were blackface and black stereotypes. It was almost a year into the Civil War, which this previous spring folks thought would be over in 90 days. Ulysses S. Grant scores the first Union victory in Tennessee and not the East. One could argue most of the war was a chess game with only Grant making forward progress in the West. But even that progress was hard won. The story of the West from the late 19th century through the Depression era was filled with stories of gangs and outlaws. Much of this has its roots in Missouri and Kansas. One could well argue that Missouri in the middle of the 19th century was the most lawless place in U.S. history. The Youngers, James, Daltons, and Doolins were all from there and in fact had close family ties. Their story, while fading in a more modern era, has been the fodder of film and song for over a century. On this day in 1891, the Dalton Gang staged their first great train robbery near the present-day town of Erlemart, California. Actually, like much outlaw lore, it has never been proven the Daltons robbed that train, but in later years, they claimed they did. This event was not as successful as hoped, and the gang will move back to Kansas and form the full gang there. They were Doolin, Doolin Dalton, high or low, it was the same. Easy money, faithless women, red eye whiskey for the pain.
The Eagles' album Desperado was a concept album released in 1973. It focused on the gang with a hint of fact. There were two singles released, Outlaw and Tequila Sunrise. Neither charted very well. But the unreleased title cut, Desperado, has become a classic and frequently covered by others. A patent is issued on this day in 1894 to William Painter for the bottle opener, an important but simple device that has almost went the way of the buggy whip. Painter found a solution to the problem of sealing bottles of carbonated drink, the now common bottle cap. He had received a patent for that a week earlier. The metal crimped cap with a cork seal was revolutionary to the soft drink market. Crown Cork and Seal Company was the industry leader and still important in that market. President Ronald Reagan is born on this day in 1911. He was a native of Tampico, Illinois, a small town in the northwest of the state. A name you most likely do not know, but you know his work, Thurl Ravenscroft was born in 1914. His biography does not give a hint at the Ravenscroft ethnicity, but Croft would suggest English or Scottish, and that was his given name. Mr. Ravenscroft had a five-decade career in voiceover work, including the voice of Tony the Tiger. And he sang the song, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, along with a long list of work for Disney. Go back and listen to Mr. Grinch and picture Tony the Tiger singing it. You will hear the similarities. The board game Monopoly goes on sale for the first time in 1935. Actor Mike Farrell is 84 today, known for eight seasons on the television series MASH. He has had a long list of guest appearances since, but no series work. During the series, he was married to Judy Hayden, who played Nurse Abel from season five on. In later years, radio commentator Paul Harvey was legendary, but well before his national renown, on this day in 1951, to make a point of how lax the security was at the Argonne National Laboratory, the 32-year-old journalist scaled the fence and was quickly apprehended by guards. The event did not seem to affect his career. Less than two months later, his noontime news and comment program will go national. One year later, a rather young Elizabeth is on tour of Kenya when she learns of the death of her father and she becomes queen. The integrated circuit is patented in 1959. The same day, the Titan intercontinental ballistic missile is first test-fired at Cape Canaveral, Florida. Singer Axl Rose is 61 today. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. There's no tenderness like grief in your face. You're trying hard not to show it But baby, baby, I know it You lost that love and feeling Oh, that love and feeling that song by the Righteous Brothers hits number one in 1965. Former President Dwight D. Eisenhower was an avid golfer. He shoots a hole-in-one in 1968. The chances of an amateur making that shot are about 12,500 to one on a par three hole. Three years later, astronaut Alan Shepard hits two golf balls during a moonwalk. Recent analysis 
of NASA photos reveals the sixth iron shot went about 120 yards, far short for that club, but golfers don't normally wear a spacesuit nor hold a club with one hand. I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep a wink, that is true John Wayne Gacy goes on trial and was convicted for the murder of 33 young men around Cook County. That is in Chicago. That is just the number that were found. Sources close to the case believe the number could be much, much higher. Five of the known victims have never been identified. Most were buried in the crawl space of Gacy's home. 1982, a centerfold by the Jay Giles Band hits number one on the pop charts. Michael Jordan makes his signature slam dunk from the free throw line in 1988, inspiring the shoe and the logo. Shipyard worker and union leader Lech Walesa begins negotiating with the Polish government in 1989. Known as the Solidarity Movement, it was the beginning of the end for communism in the Eastern Bloc country. Jay Leno ends his second run as the host of The Tonight Show in 2014. Leno had taken over from the retiring Johnny Carson in the spring of 1992. Conan O'Brien had been the host for a few months from mid-2009 until the spring of 2010. That's history and comment for the sixth day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.